Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to the toast. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having a great day. I am, because out of all this podcast studios in all the world, you decided to walk into mine. Hey, Ben, my co-host for today. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Thank you so much for being here on show known as show. I'm having a stroke. Short notice. Jax was unavailable today. And I thought, hmm, I have so many options for co-hosts down here. Livia, she was child rearing, so she was not available. While you were my only choice, you were also my first choice. Also, as we discussed on the Patreon, I really have come into my own as a podcaster since I now have basically an award-winning podcast yeah. uh, that had Hillary Duff on it that like <laughs> blew up the internet. So, yeah, you, so honestly, I am like... Should be your first choice, Ooh. Um, and you can take that Taylor Strecker. I feel, I feel like this is the first time that you have been on the toast proper since you were in People Magazine, and we actually have a lot of stories today from People Magazine. You know, it's a it's an a critically acclaimed journalistic beacon. Um, how does that feel? How do you feel like you've changed as a podcast host since being on People Magazine? I mean, it's also the first time. Uh, that I've been on the toast since being deemed a proper celebrity by myself. Oh, yeah. Uh, we spoke about it on Patreon, but right. I, so, I am like a celebrity phenom, People <laughs> Magazine. Yeah. CEO. CEO. Founder. Society. Yeah. Use so code toast. If people are um, looking for Ben to answer for a lot of what we've been talking about on the toast the last couple of weeks, you know, beans, celebrity, passport. We did a whole hour long Patreon um, last week. Ben joined me and we talked, we talked through it and I feel like we're in a better place now. Do you agree? Yeah. It was like really judge Judy. Um, We both judged each other. And then at the end we came to decide that uh, some of the stuff I was wrong for, you didn't admit to any of your faults. What uh, was I wrong for? uh, We, we discussed that potentially the way that you dragged out the flashlight uh, <laughs> gate was was a bit harsh given Theo's condition. But again, no spoilers. Go and sign up for Patreon so yeah. you can listen. We're not I doing al- it here. I also don't feel like it's healthy for us to rehash. You know, we've moved past it. We've rehashed. Are you excited to hop on the toast? I feel like something so underrated about you that I think I was just telling Jackie is you like low-key are not like really at all caught up on like pop culture. No, I live in my own world, in my own bubble. And when I do get like just a little piece of info, Mm -hmm. um, I like run with it. Right. And one of the stories today that I chose specifically for you is all about Caitlin Clark. Oh, great. Because I know that's actually something you weirdly like fell into a rabbit hole on and you have become quite taken with. Yeah, I mean, we spoke about this yesterday. Hi, Bruno. Oh, Bruno just joined Uh, us. we, We spoke about this yesterday. For those of you that don't know Caitlin Clark, she is the star of Iowa women's basketball. I just read that- College. Yeah. By the way, there is no Iowa women's WNBA team. By the way, why the fuck would I know that? I don't know. So true. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, the national championship game last night got like the most views in the history of women's sports. Nine million people watched it. Nine million. more than most NBA games this year. Major League Soccer. Yeah, like- like big time numbers and it's all because of Caitlin Clark. Mm-hmm. This girl from Iowa is like unbelievable and it's like the first time that people actually give a shit about women's sports and it's huge for women's sports because not only is she good but the new NIL rules, I don't know if you're familiar with them but this is the first year where women or like college athletes college athletes get to get paid so she made like a million bucks already good. and so like all the chatter is Caitlin Clark is so big in college why the fuck would she go to the WNBA to make peanuts she right. can stay in college be the face of March Madness bringing all this cash and all of a sudden it's like a legitimate career for her over a couple because she has three more years of eligibility right no and then what you and I were saying was like 
Honestly, if she's that great, she should be able to audition for the NBA. Like, she should. It should be a meritocracy. I'm sure she's better than some of the scrubs who sit on the bench. Yeah, probably not. But like, it's possible. Oh, probably right? not. You think? No, like we can see. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Oh, like, okay. it's always hard when you're not playing against your competition to truly know how you'd play against other competition. Right. Right. Like, it looks like she would be. Like, and maybe she would be. I, I just, we just don't know. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. Um, but back to what I was saying, I found Caitlin Clark on TikTok. Yes. And just like TikTok, the way that it builds stands yeah. is is amazing. I saw her and then all of a sudden I'm like, when is the national championship game? I got to watch her. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're in the car in Florida coming from our beautiful vacation, mm-hmm. coming to Jackie's house. And uh, I looked and they were down 20 and <laughs> then they got blown out. So my one day of being a Caitlin Clark fan, uh, I forced them to lose. But we have an interesting story because there's like more drama after the game. So mm. we'll talk about that. It's our fifth and final. Um mm. Teaser. Because, you know, it's a, it's an important story, but it's still women's sports, so it goes to the fifth and final <laughs> slot. Um, but thank you for joining me here today. I appreciate you being here, and I'm excited to get your take um, on some of the stories. I tried to, of course, tailor the stories a little bit to you, but they're it's unavoidable. So I'll, I'll explain everything, you know? Cool. Cool? Can we talk about training day? Oh, my God. Okay, you guys. One thing about Ben is, like, when I met him, and, and still to this day, Ben has, like, never seen any movie that's, like, popular or legendary. He hadn't seen The Godfather. He hadn't seen My Cousin Vinny. And he's watched those two since then. But Ben recently has been watching, like, other really well-known, really popular films acting. He has not stopped talking about Training Day, acting like he's the first person to ever see this movie. I mean, it's just, like, you watch these, like, dumbass shows like the Oscars, and you're watching these movies that fucking suck. Like, Training Day should win today. Because somebody can watch it today and Denzel should be awarded best actor again because the movie is that good. And I just don't care about these noobs. Like, it, the, the movies are just no good. I just like, don't, I don't see how like, that's Like, what about relevant. Leonardo DiCaprio and Blood Diamond? Like, why is nobody talking about that? Ben also recently just saw Blood Diamond for the first time. Didn't you find that scene where they were shooting up the kids with drugs to be so chilling? I never forgot it. I did find it chilling, which is why that kid should win best supporting actor in this year's Oscars. <laughs> as opposed to that fucking movie that won for VR, like, 900 awards. What was that? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, the the star, what's her name from Michelle Yeoh? I just watched her in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, <laughs> which which was amazing, ben and she like should have won 10, Best Actress in that. Ben is like ten years delayed on films. Have you ever seen? Um, I'm like that person. What was that story where that girl was hidden in the bunker? Like, is like that Kimmy, Kimmy Schmidt? Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> what is that story? Sorry, that show. Well, no, Kimmy, like Schmidt, Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy Schmidt like was like loosely based off of like some actual mole woman. Yeah. So I'm that. I'm like stuck in 2000. I'm you watching are. all like the. The new movies, but also my taste in music. Ben, the way you are stuck in the 2000s with your movies and music is the way I'm stuck in like the early 2000s in terms of basketball. Totally. Yeah, like when I was in the like 11th grade, I like really was into the Knicks for approximately two years and I knew everything. Like I was obsessed. I knew all the players. I would go to the games. I would like watch and everything. And then like I slowly stopped caring. So whenever me and Ben go to Knick games, like my reference point in terms of data on the Knicks is Tyson Chandler, Raymond Felton, Mello, you know, three to the dome, bro. Three mm-hmm. to the dome. Yeah, and they have all retired. So <laughs> they're no longer Yarmir in the league. Yager. They're no longer in the league. Yarmir Yager, that's a ranger. But yeah. Ranger goalie. yeah. Good times. Good times. Um, so let's dive in. What do you say? Sure. Here to the fast five stories that you, yes, you need to know. Today's episode is brought to you by stamps.com. When every person, moment, and penny counts in your business, you can't afford to take any of them for granted. Stamps.com gets it because for the last 25 years, they've been helping businesses like yours save time and money. 
so you can focus on your business, knowing Stamps.com has all your postage needs covered with premium discounts and great rates. So it's the post office, but in your office. Because with Stamps.com, all you need is a computer and a printer. They even send you a free scale, so you'll have everything you need to get started. And you know, Jackson Claude love a service that helps you stay at home. If you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through the Stamps.com dashboard. Running a business isn't cheap, especially when it comes to fulfilling orders for your customers. Luckily, Stamps.com has a huge carrier discounts, up to 84% off USPS and UPS rates. Plus, Stamps.com automatically tells you the cheapest and fastest shipping options for you. Your postage partner for the last 25 years is Stamps.com because they have been an indispensable resource for over a million businesses. You're getting access to the USPS and UPS services that you need right from your computer anytime, day or night. There's no lines, there's no traffic, and there's no waiting. So set your business up for success when you get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with the promo code TOAST for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. There are no long-term commitments or contracts. Again, just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the homepage, and enter code TOAST. That is code TOAST, T-O-A-S-T. Today's episode is also brought to you by Thuma. Thuma, 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 let me be your Thuma. That's right, the bed by Thuma. Handcrafted from eco-friendly, high-quality upcycled wood, the bed has a modern, minimalist design that helps elevate any space. And those spaces can include Snitch's room in Jackie's house. Yes, Jackie's guest bedroom, we now refer to as Snitch's place, has a Thuma bed. It is gorgeous. Snitch loves it. We love it because it was so easy to set up. It came in three easy-to-maneuver boxes, and it took around five minutes. The bed itself is super supportive for your mattress. It's breathable and it's made to naturally minimize noise and create space. The bed is put together using the timeless technique of Japanese joinery. Each piece locks into place, meaning no tools or excess hardware are required to assemble. With clean lines, subtle curves, and lifestyle-enhancing details, the bed is simple sophistication for your bedroom. It's made for how you live, so it's backed with a lifetime warranty, it ships right to your door in three easy-to-maneuver boxes, and it takes about five minutes to assemble, again with no tools required. Also, Thuma offers other essentials. In addition to the bed, they have the mattress, the nightstand, and the side table. They all perfectly complement the bed. They also have financing options available. Create that feeling of checking into your favorite boutique hotel suite, but at home with the bed by Thuma. And now go to thuma.co slash toast to receive a $25 credit towards your purchase of the bed, plus free shipping in the continental U.S. Go to thuma.co slash toast. That's T-H-U-M-A dot C-O slash toast for a $25 credit. All right. Our first- you guys don't do before you take out about your morning. Oh, wait. Way to like not support our show. You don't know anything. No, we don't do the crunch anymore. And by the way, I support. Do you know how inundated my TikTok is with clips? That's I literally, very good. I, or my reels. Like, you guys are popping off on the social platforms. I feel like I don't even need to tune into the show. Well, you don't, so. Cool. And maybe you do need to tune into the show or else you would know that we don't do the crunch. Maybe if you had a business that you why were passionate about. Why did you decide to remove the crunch? we're not the, wait, why did we decide to remove the crunch? Because the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your toast. Your morning toast. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was because like our remote setup didn't really um, allow that sort of special effect. But like you could just use like a pre-recorded me. <laughs> we could if we wanted to nauseate people and we don't because the toast seeks to heal. Mm, okay. 
All right, our first story, which I did choose specifically for you because it's about Judaism. And one thing about you is that you can find really any route to end up talking about Judaism. And there's a person in this story who I've been told so many times that you look like. Have you heard about this? No, but I'm sure I'm going to hate it. No, 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 he's cute. So Sophia Ritchie, Lionel Ritchie's daughter, Nicole Ritchie's sister, is converting to Judaism ahead of her wedding to Elliot Grange. Mm. And Elliot Grange actually looks a lot like you, Ben. Let me show you a picture. I mean, he just is like a brunette and wears glasses and kind of has like a... Actually, he really doesn't look like you, but he just has your glasses. It's literally, you literally do stand up on this and talk about Beanie Feldstein and you are literally doing this to me. No, he just- Like, oh, does every brunette that has no. glasses, and by the way, I am like, sorry, much more handsome than that man. I couldn't you agree You put more. 40 pounds on that man, he's not good looking anymore. 40? <laughs> oh my, my God. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. 10. Yeah. Um, So she's converting to Judaism and like nobody knew. I mean, everyone knew she was getting married. She has a huge engagement ring and it was all really cute. And then she posted yesterday on Instagram a picture of her sitting at a desk in what appears to be a shul or synagogue of some sorts because there's a stained glass window behind her. And she's sitting in front of some sort of scripture. And she wrote, what a magical day. I want to thank thank Cantor Nathan Lamb for helping me along this journey of converting to Judaism. It has been one of the greatest experiences of my life. Today was that day with five Jewish star emojis. Wow. Isn't that nice? Unbelievable. We need we need more Jews. We need more cool Jews. Yeah, we do. We and do. Jews who like are open to posting about their Judaism online. I find so many celebrities who are Jewish like never talk about it. It's almost like they're ashamed. And the best part, like some people are like weird about conversion. I absolutely love converted Jews mm-hmm. because I think that they just take Judaism so much more seriously yeah. than 99.9% of people that were born into being Jews who just said, oh, I went to Hebrew school once, so like I'm good. No, or I have like a roast on the holiday, so I'm good. <laughs> like they learn truly what it means to be Jewish. It's honestly probably like such a cool experience to like learn all about the customs and stuff when you're old enough to appreciate it. It was just kind of like we were learning it so young, we didn't really understand like a lot of the meaning and so I think that's why so many people who convert end up being like more devout and more religious than people who were born Jewish because you have like a a different appreciation for it I see a business what you want to be you know you're not allowed to proselytize no no no, not not conversion but maybe it's like a a course uh for older Jews that are looking to get into it where we can charge money and because we're like a religious institution we could also like make a shul and not pay taxes. Yeah, I'm so down to not pay taxes. So the daughter of Lionel Richie was raised Christian and she attended Oaks Christian School in Westlake Village for a few years. She's openly discussed the importance of her faith and now she's joining ours. This is a good one. Sophia Richie's so cool. I completely forgot that she was Lionel Richie's daughter and you know I am Lionel's number one fan. Hello, is it me you're looking for? That was so Keep good. Keep going, yeah, that was good. I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. You're part of like the 1% of people our age who hear, hello, and don't think of Adele. No, Lionel. Yeah, I know. And if you've seen that music video, it's incredibly controversial. Is Have you it? Seen? Oh yeah, it's just like about some blind girl who like <laughs> like puts her hands out, like can't see anything. Oh. It's like, hello. Oh, it's He's a- like talking to a blind girl. They're saying it's ableist? Is that what they're saying? No, it's just like weird. Like, that is definitely It's weird. just like a strange and like, I'm 100% sure that Lionel did not cast a blind girl to play the blind girl. No, you think he had nothing to do with the casting? It, no, it's it's just like, remember in Glee, who was the kid who was in a wheelchair? Oh, 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 Artie. Okay, so you're saying that you don't think the girl in the music video was actually blind in real life? No, I just and, don't think that there are many blind actresses. But, um, there, but there are enough that she could have been cast. Yeah, no, it's not, like, you can find a blind actress. I don't know if there's, like, many, many famous ones. But you're right about that guy in Glee, Kevin McHale, who played Artie, was not a paraplegic. Also, fun fact about Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale is a very famous basketball coach. Not really? him, but, like, like 
really famous. Not Artie. Like no, a different guy, guy named Kevin McHale. Oh, that's also Artie's name. Yeah, tough for Artie, like in Google SEO. He'll just never pop up. That, you know, is also a problem Crushed for- his career. For Brian Kelly, the points guy. Yeah, yes. There's a very, very famous football coach for Notre Dame. Yeah. Brian very, Kelly. Very famous. And I feel like I'm always saying this story. One half of the former band known as Florida Georgia Line is also named Brian Kelly. Oh, I did not know that. Tyler Hubbard and Brian Kelly. If I had to bet, I bet that our Brian Kelly will eventually surpass the other Brian Kellys in their notoriety on Google. Well, Brian Kelly from Florida George Line spells it differently, and the band is now defunct. He's still acting. He's he's, he's he's still working. He's a Y. I think it's K-E-L-L-E-Y. Oh, but he's he's a B-R-I-A-N? Yeah. I just feel like anybody... Like in country music, you're immediately Brian. 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 <laughs> Brian. <laughs> right? You're not Brian. You're Brian. Well, phonetically, yes, you are Brian. Mm, Brian. Um, so, Nicole Richie, I mean, uh, Sophia Richie's joining the faith, and I, for one, am thrilled. 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 Yeah, it's amazing. We got to convert Lionel. We gotta, maybe he'll be so taken by his daughter's, you know, journey that he'll be so inspired himself to then write a song, Shalom. Oh. Shalom. Is it God you're looking for? Oh my God. And then he'll start converting other people with the rewrite of this song. Yes. It's giving very Weird Al. No, it's, yeah, by the way, Weird Al. Let's go off on so many tangents. It's okay, go. This is why you're here. Weird Al. Unbelievable. Do you think you're Weird Al Yankovic's number one fan? Uh, no. Matt Hardoon is Weird Al Yankovic's Your best friend number one fan. Up. But yeah. uh, I'm a big fan. I think it's just the way that he parodied complicated into I constipated. Knew you were gonna bring that uh, up. And the way that he parodied uh, riding dirty to white and nerdy. And that's really uh, like you to a or, T. Or gangster's paradise to Amish paradise. I mean, he is a true visionary. Yeah. I actually think that Jackie would really enjoy his work. You know, you and I were actually weirdly talking about Weird Al before bed like three nights ago. Um, and we were trying to guess what his net worth was. Yeah, it's too low. Yeah, but like he basically just made like YouTube videos, you know. He was before his time. If he if he existed now, TikTok. Oh, he'd be the bee's knees. Yeah, that's actually true. All right, ready for our next story? I'm ready. Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny are cuddling up while sharing a horse on a romantic date. Sharing a whore? A horse. So Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny have taken their romance to the stables. The duo shared a horse while on a date on the Hidden Hills Equestrian Center on Sunday in photos obtained by PMZ. Kardashian sat up front and the singer was holding on tight from behind. She dressed, he dressed casually for the weekend in a tan jacket and black pants. So this is revolutionary for a multitude of reasons, but mostly because we never really have gotten confirmation on whether these two were dating. They were spotted leaving somewhere, going to the same place, but not actually like a photo. And this is pretty much like a confirmation. And the Bad Bunny fans, especially a lot of our Hispanic toasters, are not happy about this. Like They are very anti, I think because they really see themselves as the perfect woman for Bad Bunny and they don't think like Kendall really can truly understand the man that is Bad Bunny. Yeah, I also, I'm sure that you've seen the comparative photos, but... Devin Booker and Bad Bunny are the same person. Oh, you think they look like Identical. Oh, really? I never thought of that. Yeah, look up the two of them. They are they look the same. Mm, I actually don't think so. Okay, I go- feel like Bad Google, Bunny's way taller. Google Bad Bunny, Devin Booker comparison photo, and you'll get a side-by-side. They look so similar. They like actually look nothing alike, but I respect your your bad call. Okay, I mean, are you blind like the woman in <laughs> Hello? <laughs> That's a good one. Um they look a lot alike, but I would be pissed if I was a Bad Bunny fan, which it's not that I'm not a Bad Bunny fan. I just have not. You're still taken... listening to music from 2004. Exactly. I'll, I'll catch him when I'm like 60. <laughs> um, Literally. But uh, the Kardashians have had trouble with their men and keeping them sane. So the fans are probably just maybe worried, worried 
that Bad Bunny will go down the, the path Kardashian that curse. Uh, the Kardashian curse. That's Not actually, that it's real. Maybe it's just a coincidence. That's a fair assumption. I did want to, I knew you wouldn't care about this story, but it did give me the opportunity to ask a question. If you could date any Kardashian, like who do you think is the prettiest? Like who do you, who, who are you most attracted to in a hypothetical sense? Because I know you're not attracted to anyone but Theo. I'm not attracted to anybody but Excuse Theo. Me? And you. Yeah. Um, Kylie, 100%. Really? Yeah. Like 200%. I find that interesting. Really? I don't know why. I, I thought you, I don't even know what you were going to say, but like, okay. Like now I hate Kylie. Um, <laughs> continue. Like why Kylie? I don't know. I think that she's just like the most pretty and semi, like, I don't, I don't want to say anything mean. About no, I don't else. want you to say mean. No, like, no. It's are not you about talking her, about her face or her body? No, she just, well, we're not getting into specifics here, <laughs> but she just, she just looks like the most like a, Normal, regular a regular person to me i feel like people would say that kendall looks like the most that just because she hasn't had work doesn't mean that she's like the most relatable like kendall is still like I, I look at her i'm like oh my god like this is an, an enormous like i just want to say so like tall. in the future when you get asked this question and you answer kylie your answer would be because she looks most like my wife but it's she okay. looks most like my wife that's what i said done. <laughs> No? But like in the future, if you find yourself in a situation like, oh, who would you rather? You know, Alessandra. You look the most like Kylie of all of them. Would you not say? No, I don't think I would say that. Who do you think think you look the most like? Probably Rob. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, that's not true. See, like whenever people ask my celebrity crush, Mm -hmm. I always say John Mayer. And they're like, oh, really? Why? I'm like, because he looks like Ben. That's just not true. You've also said that about, no, I'm not saying it's not true that I look like John Mayer, because maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Uh, I also, apparently, according to the toasters, look like John Favreau. So it depends you on, do. it depends on the day at which you get asked that question. No, I'm just saying, um, like for future reference. But you've also mentioned Harry Styles. No, I have not. Really? You've never spoken emotionally about Harry Styles or romantically? Romantically, no. Emotionally, probably. Like, that's what I do for a living. I mean, you're literally lying. No, I'm literally not. I've seen the clips. I have the read receipts. No, the clip that you're referring to is when we were talking about who we would we rather hypothetically sleep with. Yeah, I've never been asked any question like that, nor would I ever answer it. You just I want to sleep with my wife. You didn't ask me, who do I want to sleep with? Actually, that's not what we said. We said, who would we want to settle down with? Even worse. Okay. S- sleeping with is a one-time thing. Settling down is a whole lifetime. I'm going to have to start blocking you from the toast so you don't see our clips because you're a really toxic. You're kind of one of those toxic toasters. No, you guys are toxic. <laughs> no. I see the clips. Everybody's so mean to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're toxic, okay? You're toxic because you're the one taking clips out of context. Yeah, sure. Right. You clip them. We didn't even talk about- Why don't you give context in what you clip? You control what because you clip. the whole point is just supposed to be a teaser so you go to listen to the whole episode. But if you just listen to the clips, you are digesting information without context, thus giving you toxic thoughts and leanings. Interesting. You have toxic thoughts and leanings. Interesting. So Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner are probably dating. And I'm fine with it. A lot of people are not. But like, I am okay with it. How much weight can a horse hold? I guess between the two of them, though, they probably still weigh less than me. Yeah, she And prob- I've been on a horse. Have anybody seen that majestic photo of me at Brian's yeah. ranch? Well, the thing about Brian is Brian's- like, Oh, true. Brian. Yeah, Brian has huge horses because Brian's almost seven feet tall. Those, what? No, those horses are dinosaurs. Yeah, he has really big horses. And so when we go horseback riding, Eugenio, who runs the horse farm, he knows which horses to put you on, which horses to put me on, which horses, so that we have, you know, different horses can hold different weights. True. Okay, are you ready for our next story? I am. Have you been following at all Vanderpump Rules? You know what's going on, right? I watched the one episode with you where I'm so sorry to keep bringing this up, but Lala was so mean. Yeah. Like, I just watched it and I'm like, this, like, 
how mean are you? Like, what kind of karma is coming back to you yeah. for how mean you are to this poor girl? So we talked and, about this on the Patreon, and yeah. I, I don't want to be repetitive, but let me just give some backstory. Ben watched one episode when they were in Vegas, the episode where Ra- Raquel had a panic attack, and then they were attacking her at dinner, the Havasui episode, Havas- like Havasu. Um, and Ben knew what was going on in, in the culture and in the context of the affair and everything, but he was solely focused on Lala. Yeah. Okay, so that's... This is the story, ready? Ariana Maddox is wearing the ultimate skin-bearing revenge dress for the Vanderpump Rules reunion. So the reunion was filmed maybe like a week ago, and we just are now getting pictures of everyone's outfits. It was all kept really under wraps, and I think everybody wanted to see, you know, this is the first time Ariana is seeing her ex-man with his new girlfriend, which is literally your ex-best friend, and, you know, you want a stunt. You want to look, and she looks, let me show you a picture, and you could say she looks beautiful. I won't be offended. She looks amazing. The dress, the hair, look. I'm showing Ben a picture beautiful like sexy like she looks great yeah so everyone was shook the house down because I don't know what we were expecting her to look but honestly it was better than I had even imagined so the upcoming Vanderpump Rules reunion is bound to be the most dramatic one in show's history earlier this year the news broke that longtime couple and VPR co-stars Tom and Ariana have called to quits after the Tom Tom co-owner cheated with their co-star Raquel Levis so last night Maddox really kind of broke the internet because revenge is a dish best served cold. Maddox is bringing her inner ice queen out with her red hot reunion dress for the upcoming drama filled episode. Maddox is on fire in her skin tight cutout red dress. The head turning looks, the head turning look shows off her toned physique with only two pieces of fabric covering part of her chest and her abs. She finished off the look with an exact matching manicure and stacks of silver rings and pin straight hair to add to the sultry drama. So I think everyone was like really it's always exciting to see what people wear to the reunion, but this is like a much more high stakes reunion, especially for Ariana. She looks amazing. I mean, this dress is so hot. Her body looks incredible. Her glam is everything. And she just looks, she just looks amazing. And I'm so happy for her. And everyone is really, everyone's just rooting for Ariana. And it's so exciting to be on the same team as everyone for once. Cause I find that when Jax and I are on the toast, we're always giving our thoughts on like pop culture things. And everyone's always like team this or team that we are always on the unpopular team. So it's nice to be on the popular team. Yeah. But you're also never on the cheating team. No, no, no. There's not, there's only one team to be on. Correct. There. That's the thing. That's what Jackie's always saying. It's there, like, there can't be anybody on the other team, Right. everyone's it's walking infidelity. around. Everyone's walking around and like, do you team, still call it infidelity? Everyone's like walking around and like team Ariana shirts. And it's like, well, Okay, like what other team is there? There's literally no other team. No other team. No. What do, you, do you still call it infidelity when you're not married? Yeah, yeah. Infidelity, I don't think, is restricted to marriage. I think it's restricted to like monogamy. Cool. Yeah. But they were like in a 10-year like domestic partnership or whatever. I thought they were married. Well, that was like a big point of contention. And honestly, I feel like it's... They, they should break up, obviously, because he's having an affair. But they should have broken up a long time ago because like he very much like wants more of a traditional marriage, kids. And like she's been very clear from the beginning that she doesn't want either of those things. And I feel like those are two things like you really can't... Those are deal breakers. Those, like, those are huge things in a relationship. He's mentioned that he wants marriage and kids. Yeah. Yet cheats. Right. That doesn't make any sense. No, that's If anything, she point. should be the one cheating. Right. Because she doesn't want to get married. Right. But right. instead it was him. Yeah. It's really, it's all a hoax. And over the weekend, she was out of town. They share a house together. Still? She, yeah. Well, I don't know what their living situation is, but she's been living there and he is not. Um, but she went out of town and he went to the house and Raquel came over. She was spotted by paparazzi um, bringing like a suitcase inside. Isn't that crazy? This was recent? No, like a couple days ago. Oh my God. It's disgusting, right? Go to a hotel. No, it's Are so- Are you so cheap? It's so disgusting. 
Well, and he's cheap because he has all these dumb business ideas, like starting a band that he has to pay. He literally pays like 20 people to be in his band. He has to pay them like $1,000 a day to start a band, to start two restaurants, one of them in a strip mall. Like, of course he can't stay at a hotel. He has, definitely has no money. I and think it, he has... I think he has points or a friend's house. And a lot of the money that he makes, um, they put into this house together. Doesn't Raquel have a house? Right. I don't know why they couldn't go to Raquel's place. That's a good call. Seems like they're doing a lot. Like, I also thought this when it was happening. Like, Vanderpump was not very popular. What, what do you mean? As, it just seemed like the show oh. could really use a bit of a scandal. I mean, of course, the show was headed for, you know, maybe a couple seasons left. They had tried to shake it up. They had fired people. And this all of back. a sudden put a fire back under it. And that would make it, it's a little too obvious. Like, everybody's talking about you, but you have, rec- like. Do you think it's staged? That may, I didn't. That makes me think it's staged. Lisa. Or, or something is staged. There were rumors circulating that Lisa Vanderpump and like Andy paid Raquel. They have spoken directly to like press and, and on Twitter and stuff and been like, it's absolutely not true. Like they can't believe this is going on. But when you, when you know the history of the show, it's like not that crazy. The show blew up because in the first season, Jackson Stassi were like this couple, everyone loved them, like it girl, you know? And turns out the whole time Jax was sleeping with Chris and Dodie. Like, this is what this group of friends does. Like they all sleep together. They betray each other to like the ends of the earth. And then they go back to being friends. It's such a fucked up dynamic. So like something like this happening, like it's entirely possible. But if you know the history. Yeah. Seems convenient. Yeah. This story is very strange. I know. But Ariana looked amazing. I'm so happy for her. And I cannot wait to see the reunion. I'm sure it'll be three parts. I also read online that we have 14 more episodes in the season before the reunion, which, you know, before this had happened, yeah, that would have made sense. Like we've only seen a couple episodes, but to have to wait 14 episodes to like see something actually happen, that'd be so annoying. That's more than three months. Mm. Today's episode is brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics, and I'm really excited that we are working with Thrive Cosmetics because I've been using a lot of their products for many, many months now, thanks to you guys. The toaster is recommended to me when I was complaining about um, not finding the right mascara for my eyelashes. They're really, really straight, and so many of you recommended the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara from Thrive Cosmetics, and that's how I found the brand and fell in love with them. It has 25,000 five-star reviews, that mascara, and it mimics the look of lash extensions. It really works. They use a proprietary tubing formula and that basically means that it wraps around each of your lashes as you apply it so it'll dramatically lengthen and define your lashes from root to tip I can say totally honestly this is the best mascara I've ever used I use it every day on the toast now I've had such success with it and then that's how I fell in love with the brand I love their hydrating lip tints I know Jackie does too we're always wearing them on the toast it hydrates your lips, but it also offers that hint of color. And that color lasts up to six hours. It applies super evenly. The, effort, the application is effortless. And you actually don't even need a mirror to put it on, which is so great. Um, they have great eyeliners, highlighting sticks for the for the eyes. It's really a great brand. And what we love about the brand is it's cosmetics. So cause is in the name for a reason. As a part of their mission, every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. So that's like those battling with domestic abuse, homelessness, cancer, more, more things like that. So you have to try Thrive Cosmetics to really see for yourself. And right now you can get an exclusive 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash toast. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash toast for 15% off your first order. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Honey Love Shapewear. So the reviews are in. Honey Love came out on top for best wedding day shapewear. With wedding season upon us, this is the ad you've been waiting for. Whether you're a bride, a guest, or you're just looking for an everyday fit, Honey Love is your go-to for all things shapewear. They have revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. You'll immediately feel and see the difference. And of course, we have an exclusive offer for our listeners. You can get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash toast. Again, that's honeylove.com forward slash toast. I have been wearing shapewear my whole life, different types of shapewear. I feel like I've tried so many different brands and I found Honey Love years ago. Actually, I think through like a Facebook ad and I bought it immediately and it is the only shapewear I wear. Every time I'm on stage, I've worn them on stage. When I go to events, weddings, family outings, anything, I love the superpower short. It helps sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh and it offers just the right amount of compression so it really holds you in and smooths everything out, but you can breathe and that is such a delight. They also have bodysuits with 360 degree bonded compression that smooths your tummy and hips. It has built-in bust support and it lifts without underwire. So it's shapewear that's comfortable. Treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash toast. That's 20% off when you use our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash toast. All right, ready for our next story? Yes. Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling go to the real world in the new Barbie trailer. So they dropped the trailer for the Barbie movie. I've seen this actually. You saw the trailer? No, but I saw like him. I knew that they were in it. I knew they were doing it. So there's been like a lot of hoopla, a lot of hype. We've gotten like a few pictures. We got some um, paparazzi photos of them filming in Venice Beach on rollerblades. But now we got an official trailer. Get your rollerblades ready. We're going to Barbie land. The official full length trailer debuted for Barbie on Tuesday. Shows Margot Robbie front and center as the famous blonde with a bunch of other Barbies and Kens. The comedy from director Greta Gerwig brings brings the iconic Mattel toys to life. Starring alongside Robbie and as Barbie is Ryan Gosling as Ken, her male companion. What do you think about that casting? I think it's great. I have actually um, a thought that I think will be a hot take. Okay. Because I saw the trailer and my immediate thought was like the thing about Barbie and Ken and why they're like toxic dolls. Like if you want to get into that, it's like they're perfect. You know, Mm -hmm. their bodies are perfect. They don't have wrinkles. And so Margot Robbie literally looks perfect. She does not have a stitch of makeup out of place. Uh, Ryan Gosling, not to be so rude, but like I can say because he's a man, he looks hella fucking old. Like he's got wrinkles on his forehead. And I'm just saying if we want to be, you know, completely accurate he looks a little old I'm sorry and you know what it's about time somebody says that about a man so I feel good about that I feel good about saying that I think that they looked good I do agree that they probably could have found somebody that was a little bit more Ken-like without making him be Ken-like or just give him Botox like his face just looked wrinkly like I'm sorry I didn't see that okay um so the whole premise of the the movie is that like they live in Barbie land but Barbie and Ken um end up in the real world and they have to like survive when they've only been living in Barbie land. It looks really cute. I'm not really sure if the movie is for adults or kids. I'm 99% sure it's for adults. If it's Margot Robbie and who is it? Ryan Gosling. Right. That's not for kids. It's not for kids, right? No, but it's, it's just weird. What, what's it rated? Right. You know what? I feel like maybe in the trailer they have the rating. I was just like, I was watching this. I'm like, this looks so cute, but like Barbies are for kids, but this movie looks like it's for Adults. I'm not entirely sure. Let me just, um, I'm going to look it up really quick. I mean, it's 100% for adults. You can look it up. You think, yeah. Yeah, like Barbies were like, this is a nostalgia play. Right, like it's for, for, the it's people, for people our age. For millennials that played Even with Barbies. Kids still pay, play with Barbies. Yeah, sure. I'm sure less. I'm just looking up the rating. I just want to I'd actually be curious to know if more kids play with Barbies today or 
played with Barbies then. No, they do. I mean, Barbies are really popular, especially since they finally made Barbies like for everyone, you know? Yeah. yeah. They have all different shapes, sizes. Is the Barbie movie going to be rated R? This is not, this is a common question. It's PG-13. Okay. Makes sense. So it is not for kids. Yeah. R would have been like bad Barbie. Like if you've seen bad Santa, like they yeah. obviously could have taken in that direction and We're made like Barbie. Barbie snorting Coke. Yeah. Or like she's a prostitute. And yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, honestly. It's a great good. movie. Yeah. Wow. Like, or okay. like a porno. No, maybe it's like Barbie. This is how we would do R-rated Barbie. She's living this life, perfect life in Barbie land, but she wants more. And she's like, she's kind of wanderlust. She wants to experience more things before she settles down with Ken. So she kind of goes on like a rumpspringa, like they do in the Amish. And she goes to the real world for her, um, for her rumpspringa. <laughs> I think it's just a rumspringer. It's a rumpspringa. Trust me. <laughs> I watched Breaking Amish. It's a rumpspringa. Okay. So she goes to the real world for her rumspringer and she like goes wild. She's in New York city and she goes to strip clubs and she buys drugs and she makes out with girls and boys and she flashes her titties. And I don't know where like the movie ends. Like, does she end up wanting to live in the rumspringer or does it make her grateful for, I think in the end, like she's ends up in jail or something. And she's like, Oh, I just really wish I was home with Ken right now. And she clicks her heels three times and she ends up in with, with Ryan Gosling back in Barbie land. My movie sounds good. It's a great movie. The only change that I would make is I'd make it a little bit more like elf. Because it right. really is, it could be very similar. Yeah. Barbie gets dropped, but all of a sudden she like literally needs to sell her body for cash. Ooh. And like the movie starts super dark. No, that gets dark. I it like should that. be dark. It's I like, don't like that. It's like Batman. That's the depressing. new Batman. No, it's not depressing. When all of a sudden it's, it's really a true, uh, what is the right term? Not coming of age, but like she goes from these dark rags times. Rags to riches. Rags to riches. Yeah. I like mine better. I guess they're both interesting. I feel like we've been talking so fast. Like, we're already on the fifth story. Like, we're just, like, going a mile a minute. Are we talking fast? I don't know. Rumspringa. Hey, rumspringa. That's going to be, like, my new word. You know, Jackie and I always, like, fixate on words. Like, we learn a new word. Our new word is acrimonious. By the way, I am realizing. Now that I'm taking a beat, I'm like... I know, I feel like we've been sprinting. On like Adderall. Yeah, but like, that was good conversation. It was, but like, honestly, people need to, might might need to listen to this on half speed. We were going crazy. We were. Crazy. There's a lot of like crossfire too. I know. You You shoot, I shoot, you shoot, I shoot. You were kind of like cutting me off. I shoot, you shoot, you shoot, I shoot. Rumspringer. Okay, the fifth and final story though is really what we brought you on for. And I don't even know if you know about more of the aftermath. There's like a lot of drama with Iowa and LSU. I've seen... I've seen, by the way, I'm fully up to date. Okay, but let me give you, let me read you up on everything. So you know who Angel Reese is, right? Yes. Okay. Angel Reese calls Jill Biden's idea to invite both LSU and Iowa to the White House, quote, a joke. So- Oh, wait, sorry. Is Angel Reese the coach? No, Angel Reese is is the the star star player player of LSU. LSU. Yes, that I know. So Dr. Jill Biden, first lady, has apparently decided against inviting both women's teams from the NCAA tournament. Um- after LSU star Angel Reese reacted negatively to the idea on social media. So the first lady, 71, who attended Sunday night's game between Louisiana State University and Iowa Hawkeyes, proposed the idea while speaking at the Colorado State Capitol in Denver. So after the game, she said, so I know we'll have the champions come to the White House. We always do. So we hope LSU will come, you know. But I'm going to tell Joe Biden, I think Iowa should come too because they played such a good game. Traditionally, only the winning team, the national champions, receive an invitation to the White House. It's an honor. And if Iowa had also received an invitation, it would be the first time that both title game teams were offered the opportunity. 
ESPN reported on Jill Biden's suggestion shortly after, um, and then that caught the attention of Angel Reese from LSU. She shared the link to ESPN's story and wrote in all caps, a joke with three laughing emojis. And then the LSU guard Alexis Morris also chimed in, suggesting that the team celebrate their win with former First Lady Michelle Obama instead. Reese reshared um, Morris's tweet and wrote, um, that's the tweet. So the uh, Alexis Morris tweeted, Michelle Obama, can we LSU national champs come celebrate our win at your house? And then Angel Reese quote tweeted it and was like, yeah, that's the tweet. So let's just backtrack, okay? I kind of completely agree with Angel Reese like it's not I I get why Dr. Jill wanted to invite Iowa like part of the reason why so many people were invested in this saga is because of Caitlin Clark but I'm sorry that doesn't change the rules and like yeah they won fair and square like then we're all winners at the White House that fucking sucks by the way what kind of doctor is Dr. Jill um like a PhD like Ross Geller she's so, a teacher so fraud. she's a teacher okay fine no I'm just saying like might as well be a dentist right DDS um, Angel Reese, uh, is 100% right here. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I know we started talking about it. The only reason that anybody watched that final was because of Caitlin Clark. And the hype around And that's her. a fact. Yeah. The fact is, LSU beat yep. Iowa fair and square, and sports is about winning and losing. Yes. Sports is not about thanks for coming. That's so true. Especially like competitive professional sports. College level. It's actually so demeaning almost. It's very for for the For the most televised women's sporting event in history, for the... uh, Losers. No, for the president's wife to... What what do you call the president's wife? I'm literally... First lady. First lady. Oh my God. I was like, what do you call that? Flotus. Yes, yes. For the first lady to suggest that all participants come. No, you're taking that away from LSU. Yeah, no. LSU deserves their their time to shine very separately. You've seen it like across the board. Like Obama did it with a bunch of athletes. Like Joe Biden should invite Caitlin Clark and like give her like a medal of honor or like one of those like- Great achievement in women's sports. Yeah, like what they did with Tiger Woods. Like later. It's not fair. These girls like won fair and square. They must be so proud and like to have like- one of the, that's like such a cool honor. Like that's a once in a lifetime thing to be invited to the White House and like to have also the losers come. Like no, no, absolute shame. That's that's not right. But this tweet um, from one of the other players that Angel Reese retweeted. Now they want to go to Michelle Obama's house. Like this is becoming really contentious. Like them, not them pitting Flotus against Flotus. It's actually really interesting. It's also a great tweet. Yeah, and uh, who would you I, and I hope with? it happens. Who would you rather party with? Michelle. Hands down. Michelle's cool. No, and they have like so much money and like so many cool houses. Like I want to go to their house on Martha's I would Martha's love Vineyard. to hang out with Michelle Obama. She love seems to. She seems like cool and down to earth and she would never suggest something like this. No. And like, I don't know. I just don't want to party with fake doctors. Like, <laughs> like, like God forbid, like something gets in my drink. Jill Biden's not going to do anything. No. Like the point of having a doctor <laughs> is that she can save my life. Like, no. I don't want this like fraud. Okay, honestly, like- you were doing good. Now you're going to get us canceled. <laughs> um, I just found this saga to be so interesting. And I don't know. I wonder if Michelle Obama will throw her hat in the ring. I bet she doesn't want to make things worse for Jill. But Michelle but if Obama. if she did invite them, that could really, that would be like very contentious. She could become, as the kids say, the moment. The moment. Yes. Michelle Obama's a moment. She could. Um, so those were the past five. I really appreciate you sitting down with me. I know how busy you are as a celebrity, a founder, a podcaster, a CEO. So to get you for 40 minutes is such a privilege. 
Oh, there's nothing left. Like no, no more like. No more stories. Did you want to talk about something else? No, no, no. I meant like, like nothing else you wanted to say about me. You're, Loving husband, birthday maybe. You're a big dicked. Oh my God. Sexy ass. It always goes towards objectifying. Yeah. I don't do that to you. Big jugs. <laughs> <laughs> We're just big jugs and big dicks. Yeah, by the way. Everyone should want to hang out with us. By the way, if, uh, what's her name from LSU? Angel, Angel Reese. Angel Reese. If you get a no from Michelle Obama and you get a no from Jill Biden, like you come hang with us. Yeah, come down to Florida. We'll show you a good time. Yeah, it's great. Like, I we'll party. I'll, come think, on the pod. I think I'll call today's episode Big Jugs and Big Dicks. I think that's good for clickbait. I think so too. Yeah. We have to keep people like enticed. Yeah. On their toes. On their toes. On their toes. I love you dearly. Thank you you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. And this is our last episode until Friday because tomorrow begins the holiday of Pesach, also known as Passover. So no episode Wednesday and Thursday. We will be dropping content on the Patreon to keep you satiated. And yeah, we love you guys so much. Everyone's celebrating. Hope you have a great Passover. Have fun at the Seders. Don't forget to lean. Recline. Manishtanah halayla hazeh. Mikol halaylot. So have a good Passover. We love you. And we'll see you on the next one. We'll see you on Friday. Thank you so much for listening to the Dose of Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeart Radio, CastBox, all the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us at Dose of Five Star Review about how beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye.